Hey everybody, Doug Addison here. Welcome to Spirit Connection. It's July 5th, 2017, and boy, it's going to be an exciting time uh, this month, and I'm so glad you can join us. Welcome any new people. If you're a regular attender, some people call us church. That's what they've been telling us, that they just really love the move of the Holy Spirit during these times, but real excited. And I have some new prophetic words for the month of July. And also, um, again, this month I'm going to be talking uh, about some things and reading from my heavenly journal that's been happening. I've been having these encounters in heaven ever since Passover, which was back in April. And uh, get ready. You can chat your questions in uh, the chat room. We've got uh, the Inlight team, Krista, Jenny, April, Pam, Tanya, Nikki, uh, Zakia, Kristen, and Jason. Looks like we got the whole team in there. My goodness, how uh, do we have any room for anybody else? Uh, I'm so excited uh, too for our team, and we'll be doing a, a Q and A at the end, so you can chat in your questions. Uh, and later at the broadcast, we'll do uh, question and answer time and impartation. Go to my website, dougaddison.com. Stay connected with us. Facebook, the Doug Addison. Twitter and Instagram, Doug T Addison. Also, the Daily Prophetic Words. Hashtag daily prophetic. If you're not following them, uh, boy, you can get them by email. It's what I do. Just go to my website and you can uh, sign up there and have sent your email address. Makes it easier for me anyway to copy it into the journal and, and interact with what God's doing and pray over it. While you're there, download my free ebook if you don't have it already. How to hear the voice of God clearly for yourself. Also, you if you uh, haven't been listening yet. Um, Spirit Connection, which is a webcast. It's also our podcast. We have a weekly podcast. We do the the video webcast once a month and we turn this into the prophetic word that goes out around the world. But we have a podcast every week that you can subscribe online at my website or go to iTunes and get it every week. Okay, God, we thank you for your your awesomeness. We thank you for your goodness and everything that's going to happen right now. Holy Spirit, come. We pray now. Open the heavens. Open the heavens over us to hear your voice, to have the encounters that will change our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, well, you know, I got the word I released out on uh, on my blog and out on the internet a little bit ago. Brace for impact for your destiny in July. I had an encounter with the Lord on Father's Day, June 18, 2017, for those in the U.S., in which... God showed me that he's now releasing greater revelation and details about your eternal purpose and destiny. And uh, this is going to start in the month of July, and he's going to show you some hidden things that has been two things. One, One would be holding hidden things that were holding you back from the past. The other are hidden things that he's called you to do, and some of them are things that uh, others had given up on, or some of them are callings maybe you even forgot about. But on Father's Day, the Lord said that he's going to reveal himself to you as a father does to a son or daughter. And I heard Psalm 2, verses 7-8 in the Passion Translation. I will reveal the, uh, the eternal purpose of God. For he has decreed over me, you are my favored son or daughter, and he is, I've crowned you as my king eternal. Today I've given you glory. You only need to ask me, and I'll give you the nations, and they shall become your legacy. 
your domain will stretch to the ends of the earth. Now that's what the Lord showed me as I was going into this encounter. That was one of the things is that he's now moving at a deeper intimate level with us. And this is important. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more uh, because I'm going to announce it a little bit about my, my healing I got and how God's moving in the midst of this and it's understanding who he is and getting that straight because that can really affect us. All right, let me just go a little bit more into this encounter from June. I had a vision of an angel that came with silver keys that unlocked chains that were on many people. And the angel unlocked the chains. I saw another angel holding a stack of contracts and agreements that had been made with these restraints, with the chains. Now, these had been placed on people by those who didn't understand them. Some of them were uh, jealous. Others, it was a past season, uh, but the chains were still there. And the chains in the contracts had been holding people back. And I, I mean, I saw so many people who had these, including me. I even had some of them didn't realize it. It wasn't anything that you did wrong. Many cases that you were doing something right and people just didn't understand or it wasn't the right timing. Colossians 2, 14 and 15. This is in the NIV version. Having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he, Jesus, has taken it and nailed it to the cross. God has done this. So this is like these contracts. I saw them. They were, I didn't see them being nailed to the cross, but I knew that that's what was happening because it was canceling the indebtedness to anything. Uh, and, um, and verse 15 of Colossians 2, uh, and having disarmed the powers and the authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So God said that God is doing something new. And the Lord said in my encounter, I'm now removing the the restraints. I'm removing the chains. I'm removing the contracts and the agreements that uh, were made. And each one of these are going to be removed. And I'm disarming the attacks against you. And I saw the angel that had the contracts who was standing there. I saw him take the contracts over each person and take them to a blazing altar in heaven. And these agreements that had been holding you back in the past were now being burned up in the fire of the Lord. This is going on right now. This is a time of freedom. This is a time to celebrate. I'm telling you that you're being released in the spirit. God's eyes were, uh, you know, people's eyes. God's eyes were on us. I could see that. Uh, But the people's eyes were suddenly opened to the things that are happening if these were things long ago, maybe that you would come into agreement with or uh, or needed to be broken off or or uh, new freedom is going to start to come. At, you know, when this was happening in the encounter, people began to rejoice and worship the Lord because it was so awesome. And as they did this, something started to shake in the spirit. There was a rumble. And Psalm 118, 15 through 17, shouts of joy, victory resounded from the tents of the righteous. And the Lord's right hand has done these mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high and the Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die. I will live and proclaim what the Lord has done. 
Now, this is so important because some of these contracts had been almost like a death warrant. A death, in my case, you know, I had gone through, gosh, nearly to death a few times, and I'm coming out the other side of that, and the contracts are being uh, burned up. But now the shouts of joy and the victory caused the discouragement to fall off of everybody, the people involved. Some had been so distressed, they were at the point of giving up and wanting the Lord to take them back to heaven. I saw people crying out, Lord, just take me to heaven, just take me to heaven. How much longer, you know, reading some of those Psalms of David, oh Lord, how long, how long? Uh, And others were suffering with suicidal thoughts, but uh, others were, uh, you know, different levels of brokenness uh, for, for what's happened. I call it hope deferred. I've been prophesying over this hope deferred that the, um, the wilderness had, had taken over people so much over the last few years because of the testing time, because of the delays in the revival that's coming. That's what's going on right now. But there now, these things are being broken. And I watched as many people began to shout and worship the Lord in the midst of all this. Then the Lord stood up in the encounter that I had. He raised his hands and he said with a loud voice, open the gates of righteousness. Wow. Psalm 118, uh, verse 19 and 20. Open for me the gates of righteousness and I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This was going on in heaven. The gate, this gate uh, that the Lord opened that people began to go through uh, is, is starting to happen right now. And the Lord said, I will fulfill all that I promised you. Things that you might even have forgotten, I'm going to bring them back now. Things that you didn't even know, things that others had laid down, these things that I've spoken to you are now going to start coming. I'm going to free you up, the Lord says, from the chains that have held you back. I'm going to align you for this new season of your life. And I want you to do this. What the Lord said, stay close to me. Watch me move in the midst of the storms. And the Lord said, this is the gate for you and others who are now entering into a new season for which you were created for. The gate of righteousness, this Psalm 118 gate, this is a spiritual thing, you know, but it just means something's going to open in the heavenly realms. And as that happens on earth as it is in heaven, it's going to impact you. We're going to see new things happen. And for those who have been preparing themselves, this is a pathway to God's presence to go into deeper levels of his intimacy. And this is the way to the Lord's heart. And it's also a group of people that I saw, uh, Psalm 118.22. They are the, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And the Lord has done this, and it's marvelous in our eyes. Now, we know that this is talking about Jesus, that he's the, the cornerstone, but it's also prophetic. The Lord, you can read Psalm 118, for those who've suffered, those who have waited, those who've been trying to get a breakthrough, suddenly God is going to start opening something in the spiritual realm over you. And I saw many people who were being freed up. They were uh, they're freed up from those restraints. Their, their contracts and agreements from the past uh, were burned up and then now began to flow through this new gate. And it was many of the people who uh, had been wounded and had been waiting for something new. Uh, And they were given this new freedom and purpose and strength returning. Now, I'm so excited 
because many of those who were rejected didn't fit into that old, uh, either the old wineskin or maybe even the current situation or church you're in. Not speaking against anything, I'm just saying maybe you didn't fit. I saw some of the people in there because you were saved for later. Jesus said he was saving the best for last for many of you. But now, God is gathering the misfits and those who have been rejected to build something new. These are the, the stones that the, the builders had rejected in the previous season. The Lord's now going to pull you together to into something new. You know, I've been experiencing this in my life since this has happened. And I've shared it with others as I'm doing right now. And I'm getting tons of feedback about the chains of the past falling off. People coming into a new season suddenly like that. The light goes on for why this is happening or just like that. The promotion comes or you're able to get out of your uh, things that have been uh, you know, holding on to you like addictions and things like that. Just like that. People are starting to get those breakthroughs. This is happening right now. So it's an exciting time that God is preparing for us. And I want to activate this right now over you. So Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus for the Psalm 118 gate of righteousness to open in the spiritual realm over us. I feel, wow, I just felt a really blast uh, in the spirit. I heard uh, heard something like a shofar blasting in the spirit, something opening up over you to bring you into a new season. Those who have had chains from the past, contracts and agreements that have held them back spiritually and physically, Father, in the name of Jesus, those are broken now and consumed by your fire. Now, Lord, draw us closer. Draw us into your heart. I pray for those who are in the wilderness and the desert. Come out. It's safe. Come out. Come into your purpose. I pray for those who haven't fit in the previous season. Come into the new season now. July is going to be a time to fly in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Well, that's only part of the prophetic word for this month. And that's just the introduction. (laughs) And uh, what's, you know, I posted a few things this month. One of the things is, uh, that's really got me is, is this um, violence, you know, the senseless killing, murder, terrorism, this type of thing. Now, the Lord spoke to me earlier this year, maybe even last year. He wanted me to be a man of prayer during a time of war. And I was like, well, what are we going to go to war? And he says, no, the war is in the streets. And so I've been praying. I tell you, I pray every morning. I pray and I pray. I release prayer strategies. And I've been uh, getting some uh, some things about uh, some revelation about what's going on. We really need to pray each day specifically that terrorism is stopped, that is revealed and stopped. Senseless killing attacks revealed and stopped. And uh, ISIS and and any of the um, sleeper cells revealed and stopped. Just these things. I pray for TSA agents every day. I pray for things. I pray for the the, uh, prophetic intercessors to wake up everywhere, begin to pray. And I have to go, I mean, it's so powerful. I have to go watch the news to see what happens because I'm starting to see where they find weapons or they, you know, the terrorist attack was stopped or the, the plane doesn't kill anybody. You know, these are things from the Lord. And we're in a time of shaking right now. God's preparing us for a new revival that's coming. The enemy does not want this to happen. Everywhere you look, people seem to be in fear. And this is the word that we have to get out of fear. Terrorism itself inflicts fear. 
you know, inflicts, inflicts fear, fear upon people. And it can get you out of God's timing, get you out of his perfect peace. Hebrews 12, 27, God is, is removing what can be shaken so that what cannot be shaken may remain. That's what he's doing. There is a shaking on the earth right now. And I'm not talking the end time, uh, I'm not talking about the second coming of Christ because that got us off track. I'm not saying he's not coming. I'm saying this is what the Lord's saying right now. He's trying to get us back in line with revival, not getting the next ticket out of here on, on uh, you know, to, to be raptured. That's all later on. Right now, we need to get focused there's, there really, there's, a, there's over a billion people that need to be included in the rapture. And he's not going to come back until he finds the people to wake up and, and pray to the Lord of the harvest to send the workers. And I've been praying this for years and it's starting to happen. So now he's shaking things. That's why we're seeing this happen. Now, I'm not trying to scare you in any way. In fact, I'm talking about fear, and now people get fearful. There's the sign. Oh my gosh, as bad as judgment. I knew it. And uh, the Lord is trying to shake things awake right now. I was reading a recent, um, st- uh, it was a statistic at, on the uh, Center for uh, Disease Control, the CDC, on the leading cause of death in 2016 in the United States was heart failure. Now, here's what Jesus said about that. Men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Now that's Luke 21, 26. It's interesting that Jesus said that people would suffer from heart failure. And there we have it, the number one cause of death, heart failure. But Jesus tells us why. It's fear. And we're seeing this happen. It's so important to get fear out of your life. This is, this is what God is trying to shake out of us right now. Instead, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Faith, hope, and love. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. We need to get 1 Corinthians 13, you know, the, that famous love uh, chapter that's read at weddings only. And we need to get that uh, front and center in our lives because this is what's going to break things open. For God has not given us a, a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1, 7. So as we get rid of fear, and we re- now it's important not just to get rid of fear. You have to replace it with love. And you'll, you will come into a sound mind. Then you can come to a place where you're not swayed by all these weird doctrines and weird things out on the internet. You're not swayed by things that, oh my gosh, terror is coming to your day. Oh, you're not swayed by all these things like you're afraid of getting cancer, breast cancer. You're, you're angry at all, all these different things. You're not swayed because once you get fear out and replace it with love, you will then get a sound mind. And many people are suffer, suffering right now from mental illness, anger, rage. These things are causing people to act out in violence. This is what caused me to ask the Lord, what's going on? What's going on? And he told me it's the lack of love. It's allowing fear where we lack love, his perfect love. It's allowing fear to overpower us. And when we get in that, get in that condition, it's not only affecting our bodies, it's affecting the body of Christ. It's releasing fear over the world because as Christians, we have power and we have authority in our words. I don't know if you realize that. Jesus said over and over, bless, don't curse. I'm telling you, he's telling you, 
We need to bless. We need to love people because there's power in the tongue. Read James uh, in the New Testament. There's power in the tongue. It's so important because we're now, many people uh, are falling into, many Christians are falling into cursing and not blessing. And it's tipping things in the spiritual realm. But the Lord is now going to shake things back into place. 1 John 4.18, New King James Version. This is real important. There is no fear in love. But love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Did you catch that? It's love that will cast out fear. You know, I never noticed this till today. And I was on the phone with someone and I was praying and I I realized, man, I was praying this verse. I go, wait a minute. It doesn't say decreeing, fasting and praying is going to cast out fear. It says love will cast out fear. To get rid of the spirit of fear, That it, this is the, the tormentor. This is the first John 4, 18 tormentor. I'm going to tell you more about it in just a second here. <clears throat> but we get rid of it by coming into the perfect love. Love, you know what it is? Jesus said it. He said the most, the, the, the most important commandment, love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, love your neighbor as yourself. So love God, love your neighbor love yourself. And you know, I was sick for four years. I tell you what, I just got a healing breakthrough again last weekend. And I, I'm i having more and more. I'm, uh, honestly, the Lord is healing me right and left because I'm coming into agreement with love. And it's casting out fear. It's getting rid of the things that uh, had, uh, you know, got, had taken me the wrong way. And I tell you, Uh, Let me just tell you this, is that the spirit of fear and the lack of love together is what's causing people to sick, be sick, to die, to blow themselves up, to go into churches and buildings and shoot people. It's the lack of fear. I mean, it's a lack of, uh, of love combined with fear. And so, you know, this sounds simple. You know, many people miss this. When the Lord revealed this to me last year, I want to tell you, I went in, when I saw this, my eyes were open to it. I went into an intensive time of inner healing because I knew that I needed to grab hold of perfect love. And I had been wounded. I had a, some bad things happen to me early in my life and even later in my life. I've been wounded. I got a lot of healing. But I knew that, my goodness, if you get these things in line, guess what happened? All of a sudden, I've been trapped. I mean, I had been, I hadn't been able to travel been able to do things and uh, I had been really like really knocked down with Lyme disease, multiple chemical sensitivity, anxiety attacks, Huntington's disease it was in my family and I was you know I actually have the gene and I had all this stuff but when I got hold of this I got healed and I got a positive test back on my Lyme it changed multiple chemical sensitivity gone I am not kidding you gone I am not kidding you anxiety, gone, Huntington's disease. They even asked me to come back to UCLA to have another test, not on my blood, but on my, because I'm 58 years old, not showing any signs. And they say, man, we want to put you in a study. We don't know what you're doing, but we, you know, keep doing it. And I told them it's faith, it's prayer, it's health. There's a lot of different things, but part of it is I want to give you the secret here. I picked this up. Now I had layers and layers of healing came to me. I picked this up and here's a quote from Dr. Henry Wright, and he wrote the book, A More Excellent Way. 
As a person goes into fear or self-rejection mode, the body takes on a profile of death. This is because the person is committing spiritual murder. And when you deny your existence as God sees you and you reject yourself, you are coming into agreement with a spirit of death. Numerous deaths are the result of this spiritual dynamic, end of quote. Listen, this says it all right now. I can tell you I've spent tens of thousand dollars on my health until I grabbed hold of this and understood uh, the part about love, the part about not rejecting who God created you to be. And this spiritual dynamic creates the spirit of death. And that is not just in our bodies. Like I said, it's the body of Christ, uh, but it's also our bodies. Jesus said that the most important commandment was to love God, our neighbors, and ourselves. Mark 12, 28, 31. Look it up yourself. And as I look around, I see that these verses actually are probably valued way down the list. And there's other verses now being, you know, judgment and all kinds of other things are now moving up the list. And people are letting that love verse that Jesus said, oh yeah, they're letting it fall out of their Bible. That's why we're sick. That's why we're seeing terrorism. Just look at social media and you'll see this negativity. So when people begin to judge others, they step out of perfect love and they invite fear into their lives. Fear comes with a demonic attachment. Let me say this one more time. This is 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So tormentors, did you catch that? It's in the New King James Version. A tormentor can actually be assigned to you, even if you're a believer. And, uh, you know, if you step out of perfect love and begin to let the fear fester in you. Now there's forgiveness. There's, you know, the blood of Jesus is powerful. Believe me, if you confess these things and, tur- you know, turn away from it, it will change. But if you're not aware of it and you're got, getting into... Uh, you know, judging yourself, judging others, getting angry at the president, getting angry at, at the, you know, political parties. If you're getting angry at, at the uh, LGBT community, then there's a chance are that you might be stepping out of perfect love because God wants to draw everybody to himself. We cannot allow fear to rule our lives because when we do, we can get a tormentor assigned to us. Now, this is the condition I'm convinced The Lord told me this is the condition of people today. Tormentors have been assigned into people's minds, even Christians, causing a dark cloud of hatred then to cover their land, getting worse all the time, and uh, also causing people to engage in senseless killing. And this is a terrible thing. And it's, it's fear and the lack of love that will do it. It will inflict us with hopelessness in our souls, sickness in our body. But here's the good news. Now, the good news is that all we have to do is step into perfect love and perfect love will cast out fear. And as we do that, as we begin to do that perfect love, I'm calling that love God, love other people, love yourself. You'll have to go through some inner healing if you haven't gotten into this yet. You'll go through some times with the Lord and work this out. It's time like never before to step into this perfect love. And you can do this. I tell you, 
We can all do it. It will turn around the dark cloud over our nation, over our world. And it won't happen by protesting, folks. It won't be happen. It's not going to happen by getting angry. It's not going to happen by those. I tell you, it will happen by perfect love. It, that is what's going to turn things around. And it's going to set things up for a revival. Now, I, it's going to require us you know, to get filled with, with more of the love of the Lord. And here's the attack of the enemy. Listen, here's some of the symptoms that you might be under the attack of the tormentor. Maybe you feel angry or hurt by God for not answering your prayers or healing you. Or maybe you can't hear him and you're angry. You cry out over and over in a pool of tears and you feel God doesn't even answer you. In fact, it sounds like it's going to a, a bronze heaven. This isn't God, I'm telling you. If you uh, maybe you feel discouraged that you're not hearing God or seeing a breakthrough in your life or he's not answering the prayers and you're asking to be taken to heaven now. Or maybe you're angry yet. Um, at others, uh, and you can't seem to let it go. You keep being festered with unforgiveness. Maybe you're angry about political or social uh, injustice issues, and you feel bitter, and even, you want justice, but sometimes it feels like revenge that goes through you. See, these you might feel no matter how much that you cry out, it doesn't seem that God answers you, or that everything that you've done isn't seem to be good enough. Now, these are signs that you might, say might, have a John, 1 John 4, 18 tormentor attacking you. I had to get rid of it. It was in there in a different way for me. But it may sound very much like the Lord's voice, and we need to understand that it's who God... Let me just say this. See, if we know God's character is, then we will know when we're hearing a voice that's saying God's not answering or there's a, you know, or there's a closed heaven or someone killed themselves and we're angry at, at God over it. You, you know what? That's not God. That's Satan. That's the enemy. God can't do these things. We must understand who he is. He is love. God is love. God is, he's not a dictator. He's not a punisher. Uh, Jesus even said this. They asked him about, about the father. In Matthew 7, 9, he said, Which of you, if your son asked for bread, you would give him a stone? Or ask for a fish, you would give him a snake? If you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask you? So he's saying, listen, the Father is not a mean person. Yes, he might have been a bit judgmental in the Old Testament, <clears throat> not always, but Jesus came and become a, became our mediator. And, and also, the New Testament is full now of a different covenant than the Old. Now, we still need the Old Testament, but a lot of people are living, relating to the Old Testament God. Even David related to God different than Moses. Moses saw the raw power of God. My goodness, David later on, David understood after coming into God's presence later on, uh, you know, uh, he understood that God's grace. And when he was found in sin, he actually invented grace before there was grace because he understood that's the heart of the Father. First John 4, 8, God is love. Now, the tormentors can be assigned to us when we get away from loving. And we uh, maybe uh, we stop loving ourselves. Maybe we stop, you know, that's low self-esteem, self-hatred. Uh, maybe we stop loving others, including political parties. And we just think, well, I, I just don't like what they represent. But you know what? That, that doesn't work. You have to love a person. Jesus didn't walk up to someone and say, you know what? I don't like what you represent. I'm not even going to hang around you. 
No, he went up and healed people. He just went up and touched people. He was accused of hanging out with sinners. My goodness, how many of you have been accused of that? This goes way deeper. That self-hatred, hating other people, that could be the tormentor coming in. It could cause sickness because your body now can go under the attack. You know, there's a popular distorted view of God thinking that he's a taskmaster, thinking that he's a, a harsh father, and thinking that this is a... Uh, let me just tell you, here's a sign that this is an attack. Galatians 5, uh, uh, 13, the Apostle Paul says, You, my brothers and my sisters, were called to be free, but do not allow your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Verse 14, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. We have freedom in the spirit. But in verse 15, Paul says this. Listen, if you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will destroy each other. That's what we're doing today. We're violating Galatians 5. And we're complaining about other people who are violating something about a tattoo or, you know, uh, anyway. So we're cursing each other and not realizing it that, that these things are going on. And this can bring judgment over you. Now, I've had to repent of these things. Romans 2, 1, therefore, the apostle says this, um, therefore, you have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for what point you judge others, you will be condemned yourself. Because you who pass judgment do, uh, do the same things. Now, this is the apostle Paul talking about the fact that uh, Romans 1 talks about sexual immorality. And he's saying, Romans 2 jumps right in. There's no division in the Bible. That came later. The, the chapters came later. It's the, same, it's the same letter he was writing when he said, hey, listen, there's sexual immorality. There's greed. There's all kinds of things. There's anger. There's all this stuff. And uh, many Christians have then picked out a couple of things in Romans 1 against the gays. But he didn't, they didn't read Romans 2. My goodness, how could you possibly judge them if you have something in your in yourself. So there's many layers here to this attack. Those who've stepped away, stepped out of God's perfect love for themselves or others or even God. Those who are being tormented by a spirit of fear or those who are judging others. These three things can cause a tormentor to come upon you. So this is a time to give. I tell you, this is a time to give this to God, to give it all. I, I believe the Lord's going to open something right now over you. And I want to pray and activate this. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for this word. We thank you that your word says that we're set free by the blood of Jesus. It's by his stripes we are healed. But then there's these other things that if we uh, step out from under your love, we see that, the, that your word does say these things. And if we're not operating, it is possible for us to fall into these conditions. So, Father, I pray, first of all, that you would open our eyes to the spirit of fear. I bind the spirit of fear. And I do that with love. And I tell you, right now, I ask, Lord, that you would speak to each of us. If we have any of this stuff, at any level, we repent now, Father, for judging others. Lord, we repent for not loving ourselves, you, for thinking that you're a taskmaster, for blaming you for the, the, the violence in the streets. Lord, we repent now for coming into agreement with fear and thinking it's you. We repent, Lord, 
for allowing the enemy to work and not stepping up. We repent for these things. We renounce its work in our life and we ask, Lord, now that you would bring your love, bring your healing, bring, cast out the tormentor. Perfect love is going to cast that tormentor out. And the first thing is to get our eyes open to the tormentor. So, Lord, I ask now in the name of Jesus that you would do this. You would open our eyes to these things. And I pray, oh my goodness, this is going to start happening right now, that there would be a greater revelation of coming out of the wilderness, of coming into the very things you were created to do in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Wow. Powerful. I'm telling you. I've had to walk this stuff out the last couple of weeks. You know, I live prophetic words out. And so I got attacked by one of these things. And just so I would have authority over it. I didn't realize it at first. And I didn't even realize what it came in. And then all of a sudden I walked through, you know, a week or more of attacks by uh, by this spirit, by this tormentor. But now, uh, you know, I got it out of my life. It was It's easy to get out once you recognize it. I got it out, but now I have authority to say, go in the name of Jesus. Open the eyes over us that we can step into our created purpose. Watch these things start to happen. Ask the Lord to show you. All right. Well, my website's DougAddison.com. Consider donating to us. We don't charge for any of these things. And uh, we have lots and lots of people watching them. You can become a partner with us. That's someone who donates every month who just likes what we do. And we send you a special partner video that no one else gets. You know, I'm I'm just saying we honor those who honor uh, the work. And you will be blessed. You will. You get blessed by blessing people. But we don't have a big program. We believe God speaks to people and they respond. You can also uh, give on my website, DougAddison.com, or text 45888. Text the word love to 45888. All right. In honor of Independence Day in the United States, um, <clears throat> for those, uh, this is for worldwide, not just for you, but we're going to have the Freedom Sale. Uh, it's for now till July 15th. Get 25% off of some of my, sele- we've sele- my team has selected some of my best uh, training things. It's going to help tra- uh, change your mindset. It's going to help change your finances. going to help change your relationships. And it includes unlocking your breakthrough. Uh, it's a self-coaching toolkit. This is one of my favorite, my favorite of my own material. Another one is how to flip your financial future workshop. This will help you get with your, uh, you know, get into the new thing financially. And another one would be detoxing from toxic Christianity workshop. It's an online workshop. We'll give you, you know, we you uh, we give you the notes and we give you the replay and um, destiny dream interpretation. There's a lot more. Uh, just click on the link or go to DougAddison.com and check it out. Uh, it'll be 25% off for the next couple of weeks. We just want to get in on the sales going on right now. Also, have you had a chance to read my newest book? Uh, it's called Discovering the Supernatural. Oh my goodness, interacting with the angelic and heavenly realms. People are telling us that it's opening up their eyes. They're having, we're getting really positive feedback. Just go to DougAddison.com. My store, or you can go over to Amazon. It's on Kindle. It's a, it's really pretty much around every place uh, you can find it. Uh, um, lastly, consider working for Inlight Connection. You want to uh, work for us? We have the most amazing uh, virtual team. Now we have an office in Santa Maria, uh, California. That's about two hours north of LA, and uh, we have an office and shipping and everything. And, uh, and Julia is amazing. Uh, who runs things there, but we have, we also have others who work 
uh, you know, shipping and all that. But we have uh, 90% or more of our staff is virtual around the United States. And uh, we have an amazing team. They just so, they love me so much. They love the Lord so much. They love you so much. There's so much love that flows with this team. And so we're looking to add to our team for an online marketing copywriter and an internet marketing specialist to help us go to the next level. There's some fun things that we want to do. Just go to DougAddison.com forward slash jobs and take a look at it. Let someone else know about it as well. Wow, it's been a great time. You know what I want to do is is uh, encourage you to go to my website, DougAddison.com. Check out our resources, our training materials. Also, follow me on Facebook and Twitter, The Doug Addison uh, from Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Doug T. Addison. Also, the Daily Prophetic Words, hashtag Daily Prophetic. Really excited for what's about to happen. And uh, I just want to just release this right now. So, Lord, we pray right now for an increase of dreams and visions, of understanding the supernatural of you, Lord. Give us discernment. I pray, Lord, for angelic encounters. I pray for discernment, but most of all, for the Ephesians 117, wisdom and revelation that we may know you better, Lord. I pray for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Thanks, everybody. And also thanks to my team. God bless you all. See you on the internet.